From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Morning Edition. Lightning, gusty winds, and some hail potentially possible as we head into the next couple hours on this first alert weather day. I'm going to break down these storms coming up in your full forecast. And once those storms settle in, it's definitely going to make it very difficult on the roadways. I'll have the latest when it comes to traffic. Plus, metering lights are already on at the Bay Bridge. I'll have your travel times coming up. And it's another round of job cuts at Twitter. What we know this morning about the layoffs at the social media company. Plus, they're just humble, hardworking people. At the end of the day, you know, we all could just help each other. It was a show of support from the San Jose community. How customers near and far helped the two food vendors assaulted in separate incidents. But first, taking a live look from San Francisco right now, we have declared a first alert weather day. We're expecting heavy rain with a thunderstorm risk across the Bay Area. Now taking a live look at our Bay Area bridges for you. We want to make sure you stay safe with your morning commute. Gianna Franca will have a check of the roads in just a couple of minutes. But first, First Alert Meteorologist Jessica Birch has a closer look at why we called a First Alert weather day and just when this is going to start really impacting us. I mean, we saw the roads right now. Mm -hmm. If anyone's out on the roads right now, they're lucky because they're spared. But it is a first alert weather day, and we are expected to see some heavy storms sweep mm -hmm. their way through within the next couple hours. So I'm going to time that out on the first alert Doppler. But also, taking a look at Futurecast, we're going to start mm -hmm. seeing some heavy storms sweep their way through. Take a look at this. A thunderstorm warning until this afternoon, or a thunderstorm risk, I should say. Basically, convective activity is possible. We could see lightning, small hail associated with these storms. And Taking a look at the first alert Doppler this morning, we're already seeing it really build just out in the Pacific. This is going to cause a lot of issues within the next couple hours. We're already starting to see light rain just up near Santa Rosa along 101, but it's going to get heavier heading into this afternoon. Now, a winter weather advisory, I'm going to mention this too, it's expected up in those hills just off in the East Bay. Mostly higher elevated areas, though. Notice how it's just kind of isolated based on elevation. We're only expected to see about three inches of snow heading into the next couple days. But with that in mind, snow levels also are a lot higher. So let's get straight into Futurecast. I've been talking too much about it, but I want to time this out. 9 a.m., just from Santa Rosa all the way down into San Francisco, this major system sweeps its way through, kind of like a windshield wiper, bringing in gusty conditions. You see the wind's just off there, and then also it's going to bring in some severe pockets of rain. That's where we're most likely to see those thunderstorm cells. We could see hail with these. We could also see some lightning, too. And if you hear thunder, just make sure you are very, very careful. Now, snow is expected in those higher elevations, but I'm going to break that down more in a bit. For now, I'm going to send it over to you, G. All right, just thank you. And, of course, we'll be keeping a very close eye on the roadways when that wet weather hits because it'll mean it is slick out there. For the meantime, though, if you're headed towards the Bay Bridge, here is a live look at conditions, and you can see it's already starting to get backed up this morning. Meteor lights are officially on, and we're starting to see those slow-and-go spots as you head near the Toll Plaza, and it's getting a little crowded across the upper deck. There is a trouble spot on the lower deck of the Bay Bridge blocking at least one lane. That is causing a bit of a backup there. Keeping an eye on the North Bay. Right now, traffic is moving along pretty nicely. This is 101 at Stania, no crashes or issues in Santa Rosa or Petaluma, but there still is a road closure on Highway 29, both directions between Tubbs Lane and Bradford Road. That is due to snowy conditions there, so be extra careful and avoid that if you can. All right, track and brake lights busy. Westbound 580 heading towards the Dublin Interchange. We're already seeing a slow ride there with a 60-minute travel time, so officially an hour commute from the 205 Tracy area all the way towards 680 as you head through the Altamont Pass this morning, so expect some delays there. We were seeing a few slow spots on 101 northbound near 880. That was due to a crash. That's now been cleared, so things are moving along pretty nicely as you head through the South Bay.
Now let's take a look at the current power outages in the Bay Area. The latest numbers show over 7,000 customers are without power after the recent storms. You can see most of them are now in the South Bay and in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Now some have been without power since Tuesday. Amanda. Let's take a look at our top stories now. We're tracking the damage from a violent storm system tearing across the country. A massive storm cloud was caught on camera in Kansas. Take a look at this. Heavy rain and hail pelted Texas. Seven tornadoes have been reported in Oklahoma overnight. The winds flipping over cars and big rigs and even damaging homes. We heard two large thumps and then the moment we heard that, my daughter covered her head and her back window busted out behind her head. Scary stuff. Well, in Southern California, the cleanup is underway after the same weather system brought winds and heavy rain that flooded a freeway and triggered water rock slides. The system is now heading to the northeast. A search for survivors has become a recovery effort off the southern coast of Italy. At least 59 migrants, including several children, drowned after a crowded wooden boat sank in rough seas Sunday. The migrants from Afghanistan, Somalia, Iran and Pakistan were making the dangerous voyage from Turkey when the boat crashed on rocky reefs. At least 80 people were found alive. Russian President Vladimir Putin said on Russian TV that Western allies helping Ukraine defend itself are trying to dismantle his country. The CIA says Putin believes there will be Western political fatigue, which Russia can wait out and eventually win the war now in its second year. Well, another round of job cuts at Twitter. At least 50 people were suddenly let go Saturday in a move to cut costs. The layoffs hit several departments, including the techs who keep the app up and running. Twitter now has a workforce of less than 2,000 employees. That's down from 7,500 when Elon Musk took over in October. That's a look at your top stories. Now to a San Jose community mobilizing to help two food vendors assaulted in two separate incidents. It was all caught on video. Now, a warning, this video may be hard to watch. On February 16th, a hot dog vendor was brutally attacked by a customer. This was just outside the SAP Center. Now, two days later, not far from the San Jose airport, there was another food vendor that was beaten with a baseball bat. Betty Yu met up with the victims who attended yesterday's street vendor buyout. Well, today was the day that we brought the vendors that these men attacked together for a community buyout to let them know that they are not alone. People from near and far showed their love Sunday for two San Jose street vendors who were attacked separately in two days. Video shows Kenny Ho, the owner of Intex Auto Parts, attacking Carlos Sanchez with a baseball bat. He even threatened him with a can of lighter fluid. He was arrested on charges of assault and attempted carjacking. Saul Roconco said he was punched and kicked by a customer after he demanded a free hot dog. This attacker has yet to be identified. Shout out to Armando's Bar and Restaurant who came out and personally donated a good amount to these vendors. What a blessing it was today. Alex Enamorado, a street vendor activist from L.A., helped organize this community buyout at the same location Carlos was recently attacked. Street vendors do not have time off. They don't have any paid leave or days off. So uh, the importance of a community buyout, it's for them to take some time off um, if they want to, uh, because they they just went through something traumatic. Saul seen on the left and Carlos on the right were both at the buyout where hundreds showed up. Carlos, he sold out in the first six minutes. Um, people are already lined up since 12. So by 1.06 p.m., he had completely sold out. So 
they had to come in and bring him different batches. He was almost at tears. Yeah, I, I, he just kept saying thank you over and over and over that he's very grateful. The owner of Venue Yoga Studio in Millbrae, Layla Kirsch, helped sponsor the buyout after seeing the news. She was inspired after seeing Alex's work on Instagram. We actually end up donating more just because it just kept on going. Thank you, Venue Studio. On Sunday, Intex Auto Parts posted on its Facebook page a message that read in part, I continue to be embarrassed and regretful about my actions. Yesterday, my family and I cleaned up the area for the event. We're opening up our parking lot and we put up big signs saying everyone is welcome. Beyond the legal protections afforded to street vendors in California, Alex hopes these kinds of buyouts help humanize street food vendors. They're not out here robbing and stealing. They're trying to make a living uh, in a legit manner um, as much as possible as they can. And, and they're just humble, hardworking people. No matter what city you're from, no matter what kind of business you're, you know, you come from, it's like at the end of the day, you know, we all could just help each other.